Welcome to the Ladies at the Lab podcast. I'm your host, Megan, and I want you to come on a journey with me as I navigate the world of digital marketing, women in leadership, and pretty much everything in between. Each week, you can expect me to talk about all things trending, work-life balance, and how I'm keeping things fun in all the places. Are you ready to pump up the jam? If so, let's go. Welcome back, everybody, to another episode of the Ladies of the Lab podcast. Um, I am sitting here thinking in my head as I look at my guest. Um, today, I have Mary with Permanently M, and I'm thinking I leave for vacation on Friday. I should have gotten a spray tan. <laughs> oh, yeah, we can get you one. We'll <laughs> do it Thursday. <laughs> um, but anyway, it's I'm a spray tan virgin, so I will have never had. Oh, yeah. So we'll, we'll have to talk afterward. These are the mental notes that I make as I'm sitting here getting ready to record a podcast. I'm like, I've thought of everything except for that. And I'm going to be like an electric white color the moment I put on a bathing suit. No, you won't. Because we're going to, we'll get you taken care of. Um, I'm excited too, because when this, when this gets put out, um, on Monday, I will be on a beach somewhere and I'm so ready for Even a vacation. Better. You'll get to listen to it on the beach. You'll <laughs> I, be like, oh, look, my podcast is Nope, I probably this. won't. I oh. probably be like, I don't know what's happening at home and I don't okay. care. Okay. <laughs> um, so anyway, I'm so excited for this episode. Um, I'm just excited that this season I've gotten to be with a variety of different business owners with different journeys and I'm excited to dive into um, kind of how you got started, how you knew you wanted to get started and all of the different things that have come in between. So I appreciate you being with us today. Yeah, thank you for having me. I'm excited. Um, our normal segments are, what have you been up to? What did you do this weekend? And it's Monday. I love recording on Mondays because I get like genuine feedback on what people's weekends have been like. So what's up with you? With that, we'll jump into what did you do this weekend? I went to a wedding. In oh, Louisville. yeah. So uh, we had a lot of fun. Good. Um, I'm of the age, and I don't know how old you are. You don't have to share this if you don't want to. But um, the weddings that I go to are fewer and further between, just because yes. most people within the circle or within the sphere of influence have already been married. Yes. So, or they're on their like second or third marriage and they're not exactly wedding. Exactly. And, yeah. and I used to be a wedding planner. So I never got to attend. I was always working. And anytime I get invited to a wedding now, I'm excited because I love them. I think that they're fun. They, it was so fun. Good. It was so fun. I'm so exhausted just because. So the wedding was, um, it was for my cousin, so she's younger. Yeah. That's why. Um, but we did my um, Galentine's and open house. Oh, my the night gosh. Before. So like. Ooh, buddy. Yeah. I'm like, I think I'm holding my eyelids open right now with toothpicks. Yeah. Bless so. you. Did you just go the next morning? Yeah. Like super early? Yeah, yeah. I like Louisville. My brother went to school in Louisville and oh, yeah. we used to go up there and stay with him and it's a great place. It's, it's fun. Yeah. It's yeah. very fun. Are you from Kentucky? Um, I am. I went to high school and college in Bowling Green at uh, okay at Western. Yeah. Uh, fun fact about me: I'm from Southeast Kentucky. Oh yeah, I say from loosely. I was here until I was about six, mm-hmm. and then we moved to Southeast Kentucky, and I lived there until I graduated high school. Okay, so, yeah. uh-huh. but Bowling Green, we used to drive up through Bowling Green, and mm-hmm. I field tripped there when I was a kid at Mammoth Caves oh, yeah, and the fun. Corvette Museum yep. and all the things. So, anyway, little Kentucky girls. Um, Louisville's a great trip, uh, but. I get that feeling of getting back after kind of like a balls to the wall. 
last week and then you're like where do I start today and mm-hmm. do I want to start today yes but well, this is ends. the only thing I scheduled for myself for today so I'm so excited what a kindness it's to you that you did day. for me <laughs> no I'm so excited I'm like this is the best day ever I'm gonna go do this podcast and then I'm gonna go home and just chill I'm gonna relax awesome. well let this be let this be a little respite for you and oasis I hope it feel, doesn't feel like too much of a to-do no. um this weekend what did I do I uh finished packing and doing laundry and all of the things that I needed space and capacity to do prior to the work week. Cause I don't know about you, but when I get home in the afternoons, I'm done. Like, and if I sit down, I'm not getting back oh, up. Yeah. Yeah, that's how I am. <laughs> Me and my friend always make the joke. Don't take your shoes off. Cause if you take your shoes off, you're that's getting, it. you're getting cozy. And so I don't think that my shoes off were all weekend, I did have like a little space yesterday morning where I kind of laid in bed for a while and just decompressed and then got myself energized and like ready to go um, with the things that I needed to do. So anyway, I was in the mood to spend money and get all my last minute odds and ends and things oh, like that for fun. travel. And then I did taxes last Ooh. night. Oh, woof. Oh, as a business Wait. owner, though, I bet you need like an extra cocktail if you're doing taxes. Yeah, it was it was really um. It was a lot. So I'm hoping that my tax person sticks with me. Yeah. <laughs> it's a friend. It's like it's like one of my really good friends' husbands. Yeah. Um, but, yeah, when I showed up, this is the second year doing them for me. Um, he was like, do you have this and this? And I was like, oh, no. <laughs> so it took hours. Yeah. I, I, we um, we just do our own online or whatever but I used to like I used to own a business and anytime I go to do my taxes on this one program they're like what about your other business I'm like it's closed we closed it it's gone with please don't ask me about taxes on this anymore I've paid my dues on that one please leave me alone it's never ending it's not and then they get they have a million questions or they're late in filing and dumb so being adult is lame when you're like who would sign me up to do taxes there's a lot of (laughs) not fun stuff about being an adult yes but anyway so I'm in vacation mode I don't know about you I don't I don't know that I've ever asked you what your Enneagram type is because that would be a weird thing just in passing but ones on the Enneagram which is what I am are like super type A organized like everything has a plan every everything has a place but in health they get a seven which is like an adventure Let's fly by the seat of our I pants. Feel like someone was telling me I needed to do this. Yes. Um. Someone was guessing what I was that they thought maybe I was a seven. Okay. Well, if you're a Thanks. seven, you are a fun person. You love to have adventure. You love to try new things. You don't typically love to talk about like heavy stuff or feelings and that sort of thing. Um. And you um don't need a plan really you can just adapt and be like on the fly yeah that's definitely me I'm not that person but when I'm getting ready to go on vacation like I always say I feel myself descend into fun zone seven which is like healthy a good thing for me because otherwise I'm calculated and annoying and all of those things so I'm gently slipping into vacation seven and it is let's have fun let's get work done and then let's go do the thing so I am in the in the mode. So anyway, well, thanks for sharing what you did this weekend. Um, the next portion that we talk about is what our current favorites are. And this can be anything from your favorite 
piece of clothing that you dig or accessory or beauty product or book that you're reading or podcast you're listening to. So that's my favorite. Um, I'll share my current favorite. Um, my current favorite right now is kind of dumb, but it's also a little bit specific to the nature of the work that I do. So naturally it would be my current favorite. I love to help people come up with great marketing ideas and marketing ideas that are generally outside the box and that accurately reflect the nature of the work that they do and the culture that they've created. Um, and so I always use the example, I had an HVAC guy that I was working with to do his website and the copy on the website said something like best AC repair guy ever sort of thing. And he was like, I don't know that I can say that. Like I'm not the top AC guy in middle Tennessee. And I was like, okay. And so I had built this relationship and had this conversation with him. I was like, you're really funny. I was like, what if we use some funny punny jokes on your website? I was like, I might not be, most inclined to do business with the best in the business per se. But if I connect with your personality or I feel safe with you or um, you're funny, then I might be like, this guy seems cool. Let's go with him. Right. And so we put some kind of punny stuff on his website. So uh, for Borough Business Lab specifically, um, our um, genius of Facebook ads, Jeremy, came up with this really cool Facebook ads campaign that we currently put out. And it is my favorite. Um, Josh always makes the joke that we should just have like somebody holding a sign that says we do marketing on ads and then see how many clicks that we get. And so they created a campaign around Josh holding a sign and the ad space, like the, the copy on it says, don't click this ad because then Josh will be right. Um, Dean's marketing idea. He's another one of the owners is if you just put a puppy on your ad, people love puppies. They're going to gravitate towards your ad and so Dean's holding a puppy in the ad and it's like, don't click this ad because uh, then Dean will be right. And every time I see it, I'm like, this is funny. Like, this is cute. Like somebody's clicking oh, on this yeah. just because it says don't push the big red button sort of thing. And so we did it outside the box, just like we would tell somebody else to do it. And it's working and it's adorable. So oh, that's my current favorite, which is work related. So Anyway, I'll ask you, what is your current favorite? Okay, I have a couple things. Okay, so Let name I them off. Am a, I don't even know what word I would use, but I am a reality TV junkie. Oh gosh, I hope that you're gonna say what I think that you're gonna say. Uh oh, I love reality TV. Okay, so I'm like, how I are we connecting? Am, it is bad. Like people are like, oh, did you watch the news? Oh, did you watch the show? I'm like, no. I watch like Love and Hip Hop Atlanta. Uh huh. Um, I watch Love is Blind. Oh, are, are you watching currently? I am. It was my current favorite last yeah. week. Um, and new episodes don't come out until Wednesday. And I'm literally on the edge of Same. my seat. I've got my husband watching it. He's Same. loving it. He's like, oh my gosh, look at that guy. I'm like, I know. Listen, this is a rabbit trail, but it was the whole chick telling the guy she looked like Megan Fox. Oh God. And it was manipulation and entrapment. Like, she doesn't look like Megan Fox. No. And that's the only reason he picked her. I know. Isn't it sad? It's all bad. It's not. It's none of that bad. Was no. None of that was good. It's, it's not going to end well. Um, one of my friends was, like, telling me that they were reading some leaked information. Oh. And that. Do tell. Um, okay, so you know he was talking to the other girl. Yeah. Well, apparently at 
they do like a uh-huh. reunion thing after everybody's picked. Uh-huh. And he ends up hooking up with the other girl I don't. that night. Here's the thing about that girl, though. Because she has her own set of She was of the one whatever. that had the kid. Yes. Yeah. yeah and yeah. he didn't pick her because she had a kid. But the whole set of issues around... I liked her because she was very forward and direct and he wasn't prepared for that. But what he ended up getting like got getting was like a super needy, like insecure chick. And now he's like, I don't think I like this either. But she was like, you're going to flip out when you see what I actually look like. And kind of was like popping off like that. But then she shouldn't have taken him back. Yeah. Like if that, if they do hook up or whatever, Shame on her because she had a moment where she like closed the door and I was here for it. And I was like, that dude's going to lose his mind. He's going to regret it. Yeah. (laughs) When he sees what happens. So I'll be really, like I said, I am on the edge of my seat waiting for these episodes to come out because I'm a junkie. Yep. Same. I'm bad. Okay. What else? Oh, um, I wanted to share. I've been sharing lately with everybody, which you might already know about it. Um, Elf. The makeup came out with this, um, it's called like a liquid glow filter. Okay. And it's just like this tube and you just rub it on kind of like a BB cream type thing. Yeah. But it's literally just like, it's called the halo glow. Okay. It makes your skin look super like dewy and wet and I'm going to have to go get some for my trip. So you're going to need some. Uh Um, I love e.l.f. products in general, like their setting spray. Yeah, I like their setting sprays too. um, I use their liquid eyeliner. It's just as good as any other liquid eyeliner. And I've used them all literally for 20 years. But it's good and it's like $5. It's stupid. I use their brow-like gel stuff. So I have a ton of e.l.f. products. I can't get on board with any of their like foundation but i have like their poor putty like yeah, the their, primer their stuff. primers are good yeah i'm telling you this the halo glow go okay. to a bottle i'm about to put it on my and nose. you just put it on before you do your makeup okay and you'll be you'll look glowy underneath it halo glow elf yeah. okay swipe up for your for all of your tips for sure um okay well we'll move into our next segment our next segment is tree of trust it's time to get in the tree of trust and that is, um, it is not for everybody, which is totally fine. Um, but I always like to make a space where everybody's able to say what's on their mind as long as it's not mean to me, <laughs> um, and have a vulnerable moment or share something that they're learning or a struggle that they're dealing with. Um, just kind of in an honest space so that I'm a firm believer, and I say this every week, that there's somebody out there that's thinking that or learning that or struggling with that too. And so if we can be a space of empathy to where somebody doesn't feel alone, that's kind of the goal of the Tree of Trust. So if you don't want to go first, you don't have to, but I can. I don't care. Okay. I'm, I'm open with my Mary's ready to get in the tree. Yeah. Let's get in the Tree of Trust. Um, I think that it's really important for everybody to know that just because things appear great on mm. social media that is not always how it is yeah so I have people all the time that'll be like even family members will call me and be like oh Mary I just saw your stuff and it looks so good and you're just doing so great and everything and I'm like thank you but you know secretly behind the scenes or like dying feel like you're uh treading water you know to stay up so yeah I think that it's that's probably been it's been hard to like take the compliments maybe, you know, of how great everything is. 
not that I'm not appreciative and feel like everything is really good. It is good, but it's not, not everything's always all glamorous. Like you want things to seem. I think too, like if I'm philosophical and, you know, trying to be open-minded about the whole thing, so much of, and I've seen this in my own personal relationships, so much of what we should be doing to communicate with others is replaced by just checking in on what they're doing on Instagram or Mm -hmm. Facebook. And it is, you know, we talk about this all the time. It's really just a snapshot. It's not right. The full picture of everything. Right. And so I'll have people that are like, you're so busy. Uh, I just thought you were busy because of Instagram or Facebook. And oh, I'm yeah, like, same. no, I'm not like, I would love to have heard from you or right. been invited to lunch or yep. gotten a text message. But instead, you just assumed that I was really busy and you didn't reach out. And that's okay. Like, I'm I'm not the best at reaching out either. Um, and, and I've tried to get better about that. Like, when it occurs to me to just send somebody a text and say, hey, I'm thinking about you and I love you. Are you doing okay? Versus just assuming that everything is great based on what they're posting. Right. Because yeah. it's so, it's so random and in between. And I don't ever want to use that as a defense mechanism, like just see me as being good or busy so that I don't have to talk about where I'm at right. or what yeah. I'm going through. So along those same lines, I think not letting that phone call or text message be replaced by just like seeing what's going on because you really don't know how people are doing. Right. But like, it looks great because I don't want to look like a dork online yeah. <laughs> or look like I don't have my crap together online. Right. Nobody wants to look like that. But you didn't know I was in the fetal position or I was literally drowning right. and just needed somebody to care yes. about yeah. what was going on. So you do have a great aesthetic and a great feed and a great oh, vibe. But I have help. I have some help. So that's I, awesome. I did hire somebody to help me. So that it's that was also something to learn about with trying to let go of some of the yeah control, you know, of doing everything all by myself and knowing when it's time to say, Hey, I need a little help here. You know, I yeah. can't work myself seven days a week to death. So, well, and I can't be the best at what I'm doing if I'm posting on social media, mm-hmm. but that might be another thing that somebody doesn't realize. I'd be like, this wasn't even me <laughs> posting. This right. is the person that works for me. Posting. Oh yeah. I've had stuff like that. Like I've had people ask before, like, oh, well, you didn't post me in my picture. Is that you post? And I'm like, I'm not even the one making the post. So, right. uh, you know, to be fair, I don't, and not, I don't want to say I don't care what gets posted because I do. Sure. But, um, you've given trust over, right. You know, I'm trying to let, I'm trying to delegate some jobs that other people that when I recognize their strong suit, you know, and think, Hey, you'd be really good at this. Could you help me with this? You know? Yeah. Um, so I'm just like, you know, yeah, I'm not going to worry about it. It's, I, and I love Instagram specifically as much as the next guy. Don't get me wrong. But I think so many people like the audacity of being like, no, I didn't post you, but who cares? Like right. there's too much like stake in appearances or being affiliated or associate. I mean, we're all tagging and doing all. Oh, right. I, I'm not. Right. Yeah, we, I mean, you have to. I'm not saying that we're, we don't do that. But at the end of the day, it can't mean like a be a deal breaker in our business relationship or our personal right. relationship if you're not featured on my in- Instagram. Right. Again, this is a very small part of my life and right. how I spend my time. 
Um, and I post when I think about it and, you know, whatever. But don't be offended if you're right, not yeah. the integral part of right. my social media channels. Right. This is just a small part yes. and it's okay. <laughs> yes. Yeah. So, um, well, thank you for sharing that. I think that that's helpful for people to know too. Oh, the appearances that X, Y, and Z is all, uh, you know, lollipops and sunshine when really there's just a human being on the other end of it and we're not airing out our dirty laundry all right. the time on yes. social media. So that's good to know. Somebody probably finds that super comforting. Like, hey, she looks like she's got all of her stuff together and she's super busy and this, that, and the other. But sometimes there's just reality on the other end of it. Yep, it's not always great. Awesome. Um, well, this is going back to my tree of trust goes back to kind of what I was talking about uh, with regards to being a super uber planner like list maker and organizer and a lot of the times and I may have actually shared this at some point I've slept since you know however many seasons we've done but at some point making a list and organizing and trying to get your brain wrapped around work or home or whatever it is that you're up against for today at some point you're gonna just have to do it instead of I'm a I'm really bad about being like, let me take an hour to organize my thoughts. And sometimes that's really constructive to sit down and delegate, you know, what can go to somebody else, what's on fire for today. But for me, a lot of the times I just have to go, I literally don't have the brain capacity or the time with regards to how much work and how much stuff I have to do to sit down and make a list. I'm just going to have to get started. Mm-hmm. Uh, for me, that procrastination is like hidden sometimes in the, oh, I just need to sit down and get organized. Whereas I just need to hop in and do the next right thing. The next thing that is non-negotiable for today and for right now, I have to get in and get it done. And this is for me coming out of a season of literal chaos in both work and home. Like January and the first half of this month were relentless. There was no air. There was no margin. There was no, I'm caught up. And I would get so overwhelmed because it was disorganized. And I would be like, if I just had an hour or two to wrap my brain around it and make a to-do list in order. And it was like, nope, you don't have time to do that. You know what you need to do. It's in your head. And it might not feel safe because it's not organized and there's not a box next to it. You're just going to have to jump in. And for me, the deciding factor has been what's the next right thing, like without question, the next right thing for me to do um, either personally or at my home or uh, for work. And what is non-negotiable for today? Like what can't not, you know, what can't not wait? Right. Um, what is something that is due today or that has to be done today in order to get things rolling for the rest of the week. And so don't let a to-do list or perfectly organized workspace or task manager or what have you keep you from just doing the next right thing for you today. And the next right thing for you today might be to take a nap. I've had to ask myself that a couple of times. Like, I have these 12 emails that I could return or I have the grocery store that I could go to or what have you, but I'm exhausted and I probably should shut my eyes for 25 minutes. Right. Yeah. And if I have the capacity to do that, like how will it impact the rest of my day? Um, so don't hide behind having to have everything perfectly organized. Sometimes you, like Nike, just do it. There you go. I need to give that advice to my husband. Yeah. My husband's very, um, 
plan out. You do stuff exactly like the book says you do A, B, and C first. We're going to do A, B, and C first. Yeah. And uh, I'm that way. And he's, I guess, like a one. Yeah. And then maybe in. Yeah, you probably hate that. It is. Oh, oh my gosh, it's so bad because I'm always like, who cares? Let's just. And he's like, what do you mean, who cares? Yeah. There's a way to do this properly. And I'm like, yeah. Eh. It's funny you said that my old business partner and I, I was a one and she was a seven and we balanced each other so well. I don't know if you found that with your husband, but it's it's, great. I think that she could identify because if you probably have some sort of one tendency in you, maybe when you're unhealthy, meaning like if you're not in a good place, a way for you to act out almost is like let it's my way or the highway I have the right opinion yes. I need to get in here and make this list and if we don't you type a the crap out of it probably in a uh-huh. place of unhealth or stress whereas you so you get what a one's personality what their brain is doing in those moments so it's probably a safe place to empathize yeah. but I could always tell like when my business partner and I were almost shifting those roles. Like I was in a good place, but she wasn't. And so she was like, we got to do da." And I was like, you need to chill out. Like, Oh my gosh. Yes. Isn't that funny? Yeah. Um, but uh, it's very, it's very rare and in very certain situations where I can be a seven, but she and I balanced each other, other really well. She would be like, let's, let's, but let's go rent a, a lounge space for this wedding. Let's go tell them, you know, three days before the wedding that they should rent a lounge space. And I'd look at her and be like, that's a great idea, but so dumb. Like they don't have space in their budget for that. We right. can't. And she would go, oh yeah, you're right. Like, and, I'm, and so it was this kind of give and take of let's be spontaneous when we can. Cause sometimes she would say something and I'd be like, heck yes, we have room in the budget. That's an awesome idea. Let's right. roll with it. So ones and sevens, I think had the tendency to compliment one another because they have a sense of understanding. Oh, good. So okay. you should take the test and have him take I the know, test. I need to. Okay. I'm going to do that today. Okay. That'll give me something It'll be very do. casual and very chill. You'll have to text me and yeah. let me know what you are. I will. Um, and a lot of people make fun of me. My husband's like, this is so stupid. But I, it's not the Bible, like it's not the end-all, be-all of how I interact with people. But it helps me understand where people are coming from so very much because it's the way that they're wired. And so in work situations or uh, partnership situations or friendships or family dynamics, I'm able to go to the way that that person's brain is working to understand why they're okay doing yeah. what they're doing. So. It's a tool. It's not the gospel, right. but it's, okay. it's, well, I'm still so excited to do it. Okay, good. You'll have to let me know. And I'm curious what your husband is. I, fun. I bet he's a one. Awesome. Well, um, that was fun. Uh, hopefully somebody takes my advice today and just does the thing that they need to do right now. And right this minute, the next one, you just do that one and don't procrastinate behind getting a pretty list together because as pretty as it looks in the book, if you don't get your stuff done, you're in trouble. Right. <laughs> The list does nothing for it, you. It really doesn't. It's, it might feel safe, but it might not be the safest thing to do today. And I'm licking my calendars January on it. Random. Oh. That's how organized I am right okay. <laughs> I'm just going with it. I don't have time to change that calendar. <laughs> just roll with the Google calendar. It's all good. Um, anyway, well, uh, I was telling Mary before we got started that it was important to me to make sure that we continue to communicate that the reason we do this podcast is connect with other women in leadership and business ownership and um, make this a resource for people that might be, con- you know, contemplating their own business journey. 
or struggling in their business or trying to decide what the next right thing for them to do is in their business, um, looking for space um, to be understood and heard and hopefully take something away. Um, but then also network. We, we've had the opportunity to network several times and connect with other people just as a means of safe space and having fun and learning and all of that sort of thing. So um, I invited Permanently, and she owns Permanently M, which is a permanent jewelry and spray tan business. Y'all are on Case and Lane. Yeah, yeah, we just moved. I got moved in, honestly, probably the second week in January, maybe the third. I mean, it's been like it's maybe a month. It's nuts for you too, huh? Yeah, it's maybe been a month that we've been open there and we've got clothing in there. Oh, um, that's yeah, new. We have a ton of fun stuff. Is that new? Yeah, it's all awesome. from like different local vendors in, in Murfreesboro and in the community. Uh, candles by Dad. I don't know if you've heard of them. Oh, yes. They're yeah, one of his our candles are in there. Mm-hmm. They're one of our people with influencer stuff. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Yeah, they're really nice people. Um, and they've gotten into several spots here. I know. Go them. Yeah. They, um, I actually ended up finding out about them from the, have you heard about the mom walk? No. There's a new, it's like, it's called the Murfreesboro mom walk. It's an Instagram group, but apparently, and Facebook. I keep forgetting about Facebook. I know, but right? Apparently, it's a nationwide group. And so Murfreesboro just got theirs. Okay. And I actually went to one of the walks maybe two weeks ago. When I tell you, I bet it was at least a hundred mothers pushing strollers with the kids. Aww, and that's awesome. they take all the kids to the park and a different local business sponsors it like once or twice a month, however often they meet. Cool. And like Candles by Dad was one of them. So cool. Yeah. And then um, I think one of the nutrition shops did one morning, but you can like sponsor it and do like, I don't know, you know, buy like 20 coffees or something. And, um, the ladies of the lab needs to do that. The people, the person who orchestrates and who runs the Murfreesboro, uh, mom's walk will like pick up the coffees and bring them to where all the moms meet and just be like, here's come for serve and ladies of the lab. Yeah sponsored this and what a cool thing to like for on um, multiple levels as a female business owner or mm-hmm. that might appeal to that demographic right what a way to market and interact and network it's so awesome but then also uh building community for moms like it's hard to find community when you're a mom so it is. having yeah. learning about new businesses and small and, kids a mom and small kids oh my gosh yeah right do you have kids I do I have a nine-year-old okay um, and then I have four stepkids Okay. We you're mom of the year. Oh, I don't know like. about that. <laughs> <laughs> Do you have My boy or girl, boy or girl nine um, year old? I have a boy nine year old, gotcha. and he is one hundred percent all boy. Nice. Like right now at home, he has his mullet cut, probably not a shirt on. And yeah, he's probably like playing baseball. And, I love like, that. He's, Cause he's out of school today. Yes. He awesome. Is 100% all boy. So. I, 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 the only reason I ask is I'm in that neighborhood. You're I'm between that, that neighborhood with a six year old and an 11 year old. Okay. Boy. Girls. Girls. God help us. Yeah. yeah it's Girls fun. Scare me. <laughs> they, they are scary, but boys scare me. So it, it is what it is either way, okay. regardless of what you get. Elementary age is always interesting though, because of the things that they're bringing home and talking yeah. about. <laughs> And they're funny, and you're like, I have to parent this. I'm kind of immature. Yeah. Oh, my gosh, <laughs> yes. That's why I'm laughing at the whole parent of the year thing, because sometimes my son will come home and say stuff, and I'm like. Perfect. Yeah. Uh-huh. I'm, like, trying not to laugh, but then you're trying to discipline him at the same time. Yeah. And so my husband all the time will be like, it's funny. Oh, I'm it like, funny. it's a little bit funny. Yeah. I mean, it's kind of funny. It's totally funny. Um, 
no, it's, it's a wild ride. I think regardless of if you have boys or if you have girls and making it a safe space where they can say what they need to say. Kids are just so honest. Like, yes. And my kids are black and white, like literal thinkers. And that just comes across really funny. Sometimes you're like, read the room. You should probably think before you speak. We can't talk about that. that That's a kid thing. Yeah. My, um, my son at this wedding this past weekend, was he the life of the party? Oh, he was definitely the life of the party. But, um, yeah, just some of the things he was saying, like, just out where yeah. people could hear at the table. And I'm like, shut up. <laughs> Please tell me you didn't just say that. <laughs> oh, that's so fun. Well, let's get in and talk a little bit about your business and how you kind of arrived at wanting to go on this journey and mm-hmm. why permanent jewelry, why spray tan, what, what was your experience like up until that point? Like, what made you take the leap? Okay. So... Honestly, I'm very uh, fly by the seat of my pants. You're a total seven. (laughs) And I was working in corporate America doing insurance things. And a friend of mine actually had a permanent jewelry party at her house. And um, I saw it on Facebook. And I messaged her. And I was like, I want to come. I I want some permanent jewelry. Yeah. So a part of me thought, Mary, before you go, you probably should call and or text her and at least ask like what the price point is because I had never, like I'd heard of it kind of, mm-hmm. but never looked into it enough to know the price. And she messaged me back and she was like, yeah, they're all about one fifty a piece. And I was like, holy crap. Okay. Well I wanted like three and I cannot justify spending $450 right. or more right, right, right. on these bracelets. So um, I think that was like on a Tuesday. And then the next day I was sitting in my office typing and all of a sudden I was like man I really wish though I could have some permanent jewelry and I started googling how much it would be for me to just buy my own permanent jewelry stuff yeah do it oh my gosh that's such a seven thing um <laughs> I love it it gets better found this expensive program highly do not recommend um that included a bunch of, like, you know, like a whole kit and everything for me. Went on to my retirement plan and withdrew the money. Get it, girl. To pay for everything. What did your husband say about um, that? <laughs> well, I didn't tell him. <laughs> he called me on his way home from work. And I said, hey, you're not going to believe what I just did. I just took money out of my retirement. <laughs> and I'm going to start doing permanent jewelry. <laughs> And his first thing was, what the heck, except with a different word, right, right, right. is permanent jewelry. And I was like, it's just jewelry that they weld on, and I want to do it. And he was like, this is something that you, we, like, discuss and talk about, you know, especially, you know, when you're talking about that much money. Right. And I was like, well, it's too late now. It's already paid for. So, surprise. Saddle up. Yep. <laughs> um, and I told him I was just going to do it on the weekends to make a little extra money. Um, and have something to do when we didn't have the kids. Yeah. That was in August. And by what November, year was this? This was 2022. Okay. Oh my God. That was in August. By November, I quit my corporate job and was like, I'm just going to do this full time because so many people were wanting me to like come to a pop up event or yeah. wanting to do appointments. And a lot of them are during the day. And I was like, well, I'm working my regular job. So then I was using all my PTO. Yeah. And I had run out of PTO. So then it was like, okay, should I 
just say screw it and quit and go two feet in and I just said yeah and did it and I tell myself every day still there's always corporate America I I can always go back if I I need to I like what a brave and courageous adventure though like and it paid off had to in dividends because you were the first and like popped off like what a creative innovative idea that came just spur of the moment fly by the seat of your pants and to me that's insane like right I'm your husband going you must have lost your mind and I say that with all love and affection because I wish I think that that's that entrepreneur spirit in you I wish that I was that brave and all on a whim. Like it wasn't this, I had a five-year plan and this was the business that I I just blah, blah, blah. This business might not be open for two. I mean, you know, I I just have no idea. But that's the case with anything. You know, I've been on a really big kick lately of what is the worst thing that's going to happen? Yeah. If you have an anxiety brain, that's the question you ask yourself all the time. Like, but you know, you start thinking like, okay, if I quit my job and insurance to go do this what is the worst that's going to happen right I go back to to insurance right you end up back in the position you're in yeah so you just can't I go back to work somewhere else right it's okay yeah at the end of the day it's okay I love that and I, I think that obviously your husband probably thinks you now but like that's a scary thing to embark on. And I think that's a really special trait that entrepreneurs have is they're not afraid to take a risk. And I always say, I wish I was a gambler. I'm just Mm. not. So, but I love to support people. I want to get on your wild adventure with you. (laughs) I don't want to finance. Right. Yeah. It's, it's fun. And I'm just, I'm, I'm really big about that, about anybody, you know, like when you start stressing and feeling like, Oh, I don't know. I don't know. Real. I've been telling everybody, I'm like, what's the worst that's going to happen out of this? Yeah. The worst case scenario. If the worst case scenario is you're going to end up in the position that you're sitting in. Yeah. Why would you not take that chance? Yeah. Because you're already in the worst case scenario. You're already sitting in it. So cool. I love that. Now tell me about spray tan. How did that get introduced? Um, I am a, gosh, sun worshiper. Yeah. I love sun. I'm a product Uh, of the tanning bed age. I probably have skin cancer. Same. Same. I just went and got some checked. Okay. Um, Oh, good, good, good. I need to do that when I get back from roasting myself. There you go. At the (laughs) beach. Um, I... Also started putting a lot of, um, I had a lot of wrinkles. I had a lot of skin problems really young. And I yeah. think that it was, not I think I know, it was from tanning. Yeah. I was tanning in tanning beds twice a day. I bought one for my house and then was going to Suntan City and then would come home and tan. And okay. then I had a pool. It was a bad mess. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, so. No judgment. I've been there. Yeah. So all of a sudden <laughs> I was like finding myself um, self-conscious yeah. and feeling like, okay, I need to try to undo some of this damage I've done to my skin, to my face. Same right now. So I was, you know, I started spending money on taking care of myself. And then I said, I'm not going to tan anymore like that. I'm going to start spray tanning. So then I started spray tanning. And I have a friend that spray tans, um, has spray tanned for years, a lot of famous people and um, people in the industry. And she was spray tanning me at the time. And she just said, why don't I just train you and teach you and yes and I was like holy crap heck yeah like let's do it I ordered the stuff that night and she said let's go and was spray tanning and I I mean I've you know it's been 
obviously a, a road of finding, you know, I've grown a lot. Let me say that since I started spray tanning two years ago. Yeah. Um, you know, we carry a, a lot of products, a lot of different product lines, a lot of different colors, a lot of different fun things for spray tanning that I think set me apart um, in the community. I think I have right now four different brands that I carry. So I think I'm the only one locally that carries that many brands. I can imagine that that is a humbling uh, experience to learn how to do that, like with probably many a failure. <laughs> Oh yeah, I can only fathom. Like yeah. I would totally screw somebody's. Oh it. yeah, you can. You can. My <laughs> husband. God, anytime he tries to spray tan me, I love him so much. But I'm like, sir, or sir, don't do that. I'm like, come on. I love. Um, I love the find a need, fill a need idea, though. That I feel like you really went for it with, which is on site, like mobile, like going yeah. to people. Um, Faith shared her awesome experience with you before her wedding. And like, you just showed up and yeah. just did it. And I think as, if we're thinking about women in general that are having a hard time finding places to take care of themselves and time to take care of themselves or a mom or what have you, the need for time, like time is money. And so if somebody is available to come spray tan me at my house, oh, yeah. are you kidding me? Absolutely. And it is so, it is so quick. Like, I don't think people realize either how quick it is. Yeah. I mean, it's a 15 minute, like we're in and out within 15 minutes. Awesome. And you're, you can put your pajamas back on. I spray a lot of like influencers in Nashville and yeah. they literally will come out in a, uh, like a bonnet or something that they sleep in to keep their hair looking yeah. beautiful and their pajamas. And they will jump in the tent 15 minutes, put their pajamas back on, go back inside, watch movies with their family, uh, eat dinner and go to bed. Yeah. And then it's like, I mean, that's awesome. That yeah. is really cool. That is so cool. So. What's your favorite part of um, owning your own business, especially one that's just fun? Like what a fun business. It is so fun. I have fun all the time at work. Um, I think meeting people. Yeah. I'm a very big people person. Uh, I like to be in the community. I like to meet people. Um, so I think that's probably been the most the most fun part. And just being able to, like, relate to, to other women. Yeah. And be like, listen, I've been there. I've been a single mom before. I've totally. I think, too, getting to meet the needs of women and help them feel yeah, pretty. Absolutely. And, like, have a party and... Do, you know, do a friend's thing or the whole Galentine's theme or I'm getting ready to go on vacation and I don't have time, like, to figure this out. Like, and you cannot tell me that being tan does not make you feel better. Oh, 150%. Like, if you've gained 10 pounds and you don't feel great in your clothes, just go get a spray tan. Yep, you're going to feel better immediately. You, you just need less makeup. You need, I'm like, I love who was it? I think a friend of, mine, I think a friend of mine said something along the lines of like somebody asked her what she does to like stay fit or like get on, you know help with weight loss, and she was like, I don't, I guess pretty. Yeah, <laughs> and I was like, I just tan it. Yeah. I think that that's great. Like there is something very special about confidence when you don't feel like pale as a ghost. Mm -hmm. So what a cool like, like I said, it's a really fun job. It's super innovative. It's brilliant, like beyond brilliant. And you've done such a great job at setting yourself up as the number one, like I did this first sort of thing and marrying the two and capitalizing on the two. Like, but it's just a, like the heart behind it, I feel like is also really great, which I can appreciate because I'm not a money person. Like I'm not trying to like 
be on the who's who list or right. to be a CEO or make a butt ton of money. But I do like people and I do appreciate when people are doing something that can impact somebody's right. day for the positive. And I think what you do can for sure. Yeah, yeah. And it brings people, their friends together and that sort oh, of yeah. thing. We did. Um, I just sprayed a bunch of the cheerleaders and dance teams Yeah, for um, nationals. And it was so fun. I had um two teams come in all together and they spent just the evening at the store. So cool. Like eating snacks and watching movies and laughing and dancing and all getting, taking their turns, getting their spray tans. It was so fun. That is so fun. And I'm like, you were talking about the whole money thing. I'm probably one of the most affordable, if not the most affordable as far as spray tanning and permanent jewelry in the area. Yeah. Um, so yes, it is not, just about making money obviously making being able to afford to cover some of my bills is very absolutely um at the end of the day I want to I want people to want to come back I want people to be able to afford it I want people to feel good yeah and I think that there's a real balance and I'm I think you can tell the difference between you probably have an opportunity to gouge your prices if you wanted to right and capitalize on that because you already have earned the trust of so many people and, you know, blaze that trail. And to hear you say, like, I'm just not doing that because I, I want to continue doing business with people and I want to do the right thing. I have to be smart and I have to make money. This is my livelihood. This is my right. business. And I have to pay my bills. What That's how Borough Business Lab is. Like, we know what the work is worth and we value the time and the people's work that it takes to get the product out there. But we're not the most expensive, like by far and away. We want small businesses to be able to afford to do business with us. And so I don't ever, I don't ever want to be a part of something where it's like, we just have to get as much as we can just because right. we can like, right. and I'll kind of segue this into what's unique about doing business in Murfreesboro. Um, and I'll let you answer that. For yourself, but I think that that's one thing that makes doing business in Murfreesboro very unique. Um, not everybody's just like putting a price tag on something because they can. Like, I think about Demas's or Doco or what have you. If they wanted to, because they're legendary and the icon, they could jack their prices way up because people, people are still going to come. People are still going right. to come because yeah. the product's so extraordinary. But it's actually very reasonable to go and partake in the products of those right. two entities. And they haven't taken advantage, I don't feel like, of unnecessarily gouging their prices right. because they can. So many people want to keep going back. Yeah. Like a, it's like a family thing almost at this point, you know. Like yeah. Your, your family goes there or yeah. your friends go there. Yeah. And they love it. And now you love it. And yeah. so with that very important to do that yeah what have you found to be unique about doing business in Murfreesboro um I think it's just it's a great place to open a business yeah um I think that we're in a really great location as far as you know we're close enough to towards Nashville so that we can pull some business from that area yeah um but also I mean Murfreesboro is booming it is it's a insane. place to be right now um and I hope and pray for all the business owners that it just continues to get better. Yeah. And I think it will. I think that with all the people we've got coming here and um, 
I think everyone's gonna gonna grow, and I think that it's a good thing. I yeah. hope it's a good. I mean, I hope it works for everybody. Yeah, I kind of want to put a, a spray tan booth up at our next event. Yeah, let me know. Wouldn't that be cool? Be if cool. you like stop by the event and you're like, oh, they're doing spray tans here. I could pay for a spray. Okay, so we um, I don't know. Do you know Hunter Primo? No. Okay, she's an influencer in Nashville. She, we went and sprayed her a couple days ago, and. While I was there, she randomly was like, oh, I just had an idea. What if I invite all my neighborhood friends over and we all just drink wine and do spray tans one night? That's what I'm like, saying. Oh my God, that sounds amazing. Yeah, I'm here for that. Right. I'm like, I want to come. Can I come and get spray tan? <laughs> Who's so, spray tanning me? I know, Who's I'm spray like, tanning me? <laughs> uh, Clone yourself. Sometimes I will say that. I, I can't fathom um, it. There's so many like fun parties that um, I am asked to come and work. Yeah. I'm like, oh my gosh, I wish I was a guest at this party. Um, but it's fun. It's been so fun. Yeah. Everything's I love been that. fun. I you know, I think Murfreesboro is a great place to to be and open a business and just get out in the community and be your try to be your happy, friendly self with people. And I think people around here recognize it and and appreciate it. Yeah. So that's awesome. If you had a time machine, you could go back and tell yourself one thing, what would it be? How far back are we, how far back do we get to go? Are we like doing what like business stuff? Um, you can, but there's no rules. Go far as far back oh, as you want to. Okay. Um, my, oh my gosh, sorry. I'm, my stomach's growling. It's okay. Um, just put the I mic think, down there. <laughs> she right? wants to talk. <laughs> um, I think that if I could go back, I would remind myself not to work so hard for other people when you're opening your own business that you neglect yourself, if mm. that makes sense. Totally. So I, I think that a lot of times when you're opening up a business or, I mean, even just working at a business, anything, you always have a lot going on. Yeah. Um, and sometimes you feel like you need to help, you know, do other things for your other friends or you need to help other businesses or you yeah. need to, you know, make sure you're sharing enough about this person or make yeah. sure you're sharing it. I think that, um, I needed to, I should have probably sat back and tried to feel like it's okay. You don't have to do everything and yeah. promote all these other people. Yeah. Just take a second and, and, it's okay if you're treading water and you just need to right, do your stuff right, right now. Right. We're not, we can't be all things yes. to all people and as I, much as we want to be. I think too, like, um, I also see now looking back, uh, promote people and help people and be good to people who are good to you. Mm. So uh, I think that's really drawing a line and having boundaries with people and realizing that sometimes not all people are your people yeah and not all people have the best interest for you at heart just themselves and that comes just, with a lot of disappointment yeah so with opening a business it's hard it's yeah. hard because you don't always know like the ways to do it especially when you're winging it totally well and people are terrible there's just some ill intentions and motivations are gross or mm -hmm. 
self-promoting or whatever. And you're like, I don't know. And that, but I think sometimes you do get a gut instinct, but if you're a generally like give people the benefit of the doubt sort of thing, like I will naively be like, Oh, they're cool. I think that they're fine. That kind of felt weird, but I think it's fine. Right. And then it'll bite me in the rear end. Or like, you'll look back at it like a year later or something. You'll be like, Oh, that, that was kind of ick that that happened. That was kind of, you know? Yeah. If I had to go back in a time machine, I know that we're not talking about me. No, you're fine. I but hear. I think that I would be, I would want to be more like you. Like I'm so plain and so calculated going back and I'll round out the episode with this, like being so calculated as far as like making a plan instead of just doing for you. It was like, I can do this right now and we can roll out and I'll figure it out. I could not have planned what I'm doing now when I was 18 years old, I could not have planned what I'm doing now when I was 26 years old. Um, and I was kind of crazy where I called Jeremy and just said, Hey, I want a job. And he was like, okay, where, do, what do you want to do? And I was like, I don't know. <laughs> Let's just do it. But, and, say but, but that's what I'm saying. Like, and now I'm doing exactly what I've been supposed to do. And, and I think God used all those years and all those experiences and all that time to shape and form me for what I'm doing now. And I wouldn't redo it, but I do think that I would want to be a little bit more spontaneous and more willing to take a risk and not so overthinking and overcalculated and what have you, because at the end of the day, like, what's the worst that could happen? You go back to work, like, I'll deliver pizzas or work at Starbucks. Do not care. Like, I have the grit and I can do anything, especially when it comes to, like, providing for my family. I was going to say, moms and women, we're we're pretty good about, I mean will always do what needs to get done to make sure our kids and families are taken care of. So at the end of the day, yes, if it was going back to whatever it is, I would work and do anything to make sure that they were, yeah, that I was taking care of them. So, well, you've inspired me. I feel like I want to be a little bit more fly by the seat of my pants. Well, I hope I inspired you to come Thursday and get a pro tan. (laughs) She was like, you need to get something on that because it it will scare the people. Um, well, I really appreciate you being here and, um, you've been so gracious to support us in our events in the past and be there with your presence and donate door prizes and all that sort of thing. Um, and hopefully you'll be at the next event. It's on March 11th. It's going to be at Jeremy head golf shop and Academy. Lauren was our guest and she's been at all of our other events, but she helps run that locally owned business. Her and her husband own it. Um, and it'll just be kind of what our normal events are like. So food and drink and mingling and getting to meet other people and hopefully learning something, taking away a valuable resource either from about digital marketing or about being a business owner. It's just a good opportunity to meet with your people and find your people and find the other people that you want to do business with or share about their business and refer to, um, certainly. And then maybe someday in the future we can get a pop-up tent and, do some tans yes and i'm <laughs> i want to do a um grand opening at some point like a big outdoor party in april mm-hmm. I'm thinking a, um like do the parking lot and everything so maybe y'all can um come in we need to hook up, up we got some influencers i bet that would want to come yeah, get a, a spray yeah. tan and come be at your event and yeah. hype train you yeah we're gonna sure. like i want to like go all out. i want to have like bounce houses food trucks like you are people i want to bring it literally fun. when we have fun i know i love that <laughs> you're a seven you're gonna text me later and be like Stop i'm a it. total seven and i'm gonna Would you die if i was like i'm a 
one and a half. But something. no, you're you're a one and a half, but you're a seven for sure. And like in the right frame of mind this week, I could get in a convertible with you and we could go to Vegas or Eight? something. Because yeah, that's that's the mood that I. <laughs> that's the mood. God knew that you needed to be on today because that's the zone that I'm in. Otherwise, I'd probably there. be really annoying to somebody. <laughs> oh, we're getting you there. Well, Mary, thank you for being here. Make sure you check out Permanently M at their new location off of Case and Lane. Uh, you can find them on Instagram. What's your at? Your it's at. just permanently M. Gotcha. Yeah. Um, and her website's on there. So get you get your permanent jewelry and your spray tan. So yes. all right. Well, we hope that you guys have a great week and appreciate you for listening. But we'll talk to you next time. Awesome. Thank you so much. All right. Bye.